a developer who people gave their information to, in this case Alexander Kogan, then goes and in violation of, of his agreement with us sells the data to Cambridge Analytica, that's a big issue. And I think people have a right to be very upset. I'm upset that that happened. You're a villain mm -hmm. in many eyes. The guy who stole data from mm -hmm. Facebook mm -hmm. and then sold it. The idea that we stole the data I think is technically incorrect. I mean, they created these great tools for developers to collect the data, uh, and they made it very easy. I mean, this is not a hack. Um, this was, here's the door, it's open, we're giving away the groceries, please uh, collect them. Your point, though, I think, is that they're singling you out. I think there's utility to trying to tell the narrative that this is a special case, that I was a rogue app, and this was really unusual. Because if the truth is told that this is pretty usual and normal, it's a much bigger problem. Yeah, I'd say. Hmm. There's a lead story on 60 Minutes last night. That's the guy that developed the app for Cambridge Analytica, which you've probably heard of. I, I, I didn't spend a lot of time on this story for whatever reason. I didn't want to get into it. Didn't quite understand it until 60 Minutes did it last night. I've got two points on this I want to make, but the first one is just this. So this is the guy that developed the app. Talking to, um, is that Leslie Stahl? Uh, it sounds like her. Is that what her, what, who she is? Got the bright red lipstick, the blonde hair. Yeah. Mm. She was like a 22-year-old, just started at the Washington Post when the Watergate break-in happened and wow. started her career there. Time flies. And I saw some video the other day when she was the young, hottie college girl working on that. Mm. Um, time passes. We all get older, Joe. Sounds like a little sexism to me. I don't know if you're aware of that. You know, every time uh, Dan Rather comes up, you don't talk about how flat his belly was when he was 22. I mean, I said, what's going on here? It's because I'm not gay. Hashtag too soon or <laughs> too late or something. I can't even remember. <laughs> hashtag something. Anyway. Hashtag, hashtag. Here's the guy from the uh, hill. <laughs> here's the guy explaining it. And this is where it finally all makes sense to me what's going on here. Tell us what you did. Yeah, so I create this app where people sign up to do a study. And when they sign up to do the study, we would give them a survey. And in the survey, we would have just this Facebook login button. And they would click the button, authorize us, we get the data. Authorize us to do what? To collect certain data. We would collect things like the location, their gender, their birthday, uh, their page likes, and similar information for their friends. And all of this was... But you, did you say you collected information on their friends? We did. But they didn't opt in. So they didn't opt in uh, explicitly. No, no, no. They didn't opt in, period. They did. The friends did not opt in. And yeah, that's part and of it this. seems crazy now. But the, this was a core feature of the Facebook platform for years. This was not a special permission you had to get. This was just something that was available to anybody who wanted it who was a developer. How many apps do you think there are? How many developers who did what you did? Tens of thousands. How do you like that? Wow. Tens of thousands of people made apps that you access through Facebook, and whenever you do that, you get access to everybody on Facebook, more or less, because, you know, everybody's connected to everybody and blah, blah, blah. Um, that's just absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. And Zuckerberg trying to make, like, this one guy went rogue on us. and did, Oh, come on! Come on! And the reason people got so hot to trot about this guy is because the Cambridge Analytica stuff got used in some context in the election, and then it's tied to Trump, and if Trump's name is involved, then it's a giant story. Right. Then uh, we pay attention. Then we pay attention. But the fact that tens of thousands of... And 
I like the way, even still. So here's the most important thing he said last night, this guy in 60 Minutes. He said, what we're all waking up to in Silicon Valley that we didn't know. He said, you know, and this is just this is just the way we all are. We hang around people who think like us, and so we can get blind to certain things. Mm-hmm. But he said, everybody in S- Silicon Valley, when it comes to privacy and information sharing and things like that, we thought everybody knew and didn't care. We thought everybody in America knew we were taking your information and just didn't care. That was our assumption. We now realize, oh, you don't like us doing that and you care. Okay, we didn't know that. I and I could believe that because, like, Vince used to say that all the time. Who cares? Everybody's got it. It's just the way it is. I yeah. can see how they actually believe that. And yeah, he's plus still... the insular group thing you described, sure. Yeah, and yeah. that guy still doesn't quite get it. And that when he was explaining to Leslie Stahl how the app works, so we would get where you're born. We would get your age. We would get uh, all your friends' information. You would get all your friends' information. Right. I mean, that's the shocking thing to anybody else watching. But to him, that was like the eighth thing on the list of things that they got out of that. You mean you get all all the people I'm friends with. Mm. If I agree to do this, you get all of their information, too. Oh, yeah, that's the way it works. I'm willing to buy his argument that we all thought you knew maybe. But that is an extraordinary level of blindness. You poll Facebook users today. Did you understand that you you clicking on the I accept these terms meant that they could get all your information? High percentage would say, yeah, I got that. Then you ask them, did you understand that that means anybody who has access to you can get all the information about all of your friends Although, through you? I, think, I the, think that percentage would be 1% to 2%. Yeah, I think the other part, the other direction is what's disturbing. Because I'm not somebody who wants to share my information. But so I'm friends with somebody from high school years ago. Yes. They sign on to this app. Because they don't know or they don't care. Right. So now all my information goes to that. But even though yeah. I didn't sign up for nothing because I'm really careful. Yeah. Anybody I'm friends with, it's gone that direction. Correct. Which renders, Your Honor, your Facebook user agreement agreement completely sure. moot. Absolutely. It, 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 it makes the very question of it ridiculous. So it's possible this guy's lying. I'm or that the the Facebook people are completely lying. They're lying some, no doubt about it. But um, that that in Silicon Valley, we thought y'all knew and didn't care. That's what we thought. I could believe that just because otherwise, wouldn't they have to be just know that they were going to get caught at some point? Seems like you'd almost have to do this thinking nobody cares, or you'd think at some point we're going to get caught and I'll be in huge trouble. I don't think they are in trouble. Well, Facebook has lost $100 billion or something like that and may never come back. Um, uh, you know what? People view it completely differently than they did before. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you there. And I'm not being cynical. I'm just thinking, you know, I've had periods of my life where I thought, well, it's not going to be this good forever. Um, and so I figure, yeah, all right, we got a plan for the downturn, whatever. I could see where, you know, a year ago, two years ago, Zuckerberg and his folks were saying, this is extraordinary. We're still giving everybody's data away. Nobody's paying any attention to it. Facebook is the most valuable company, blah, blah, blah. So $100 billion got shaved off. Who cares? Well, or whatever the figure was. The core of this story to me is that Zuckerberg, 
completely lying to all of us. Yes. Absolutely completely lying to us. And for him to sit there in front of Congress a couple of weeks ago and talk about this one dude you just listened to, he took your information, Cambridge Analytica, and you're upset and I'm upset. This should not have happened. They've been banned. Banned from <laughs> yeah. the platform. Yeah, that's ba- banned oh. from life. Banished. Banished in the words of Shakespeare. Well, here's some more on the... Um, why this guy uh, can make the case that he's being singled out, in addition to the fact that there are tens of thousands of apps that did exactly the same thing. I'm sorry, you said six apps did the same thing? <laughs> if it were six, it would be ridiculous to, to single this guy out. Right. But tens of thousands of apps that did exactly the same thing had access to all your information and all your friends' information. Or more importantly, it had access to people you're friends with and then got to you. But right. anyway... um. His other part of the argument of why he's being singled out and used as the, you know, we can hang it on one guy. Now that we've taken care of him, everything's safe. Right. He and another guy developed this app. The other guy is a high up in Facebook, got hired by Zuckerberg, and currently works in Facebook. Works at Facebook. Ah, right. That's enough. This dude we just heard from (laughs) is banned from Facebook. He's not even allowed to have a Facebook page because he's the villain. The other guy that helped write the app works for Facebook. I mean, how hilarious is that? Wow. It's all such a scam. Wow. It's not surprising in any way, um, but I finally now get what the story is. I mean, I finally get it now. You know, Eddie Scary, our, our friend from the Washington, Washington Examiner who writes editorials, uh, wrote a piece this morning. I just scanned it, but his point was more or less, listen, uh, y'all signed up for this. Facebook has that this stuff in their user agreement. It's a private company. You don't like it, leave. Um, you should have read the agreement. Don't click on something you don't read. You've heard that since you were a kid. The fact that it's thousands and thousands of words, that's eh, your problem. He talked about agreements you, last night. You ought to uh, you ought to say, wait a minute, they want to uh, want me to sign thousands of words worth of agreements I don't even understand? You know, everybody should react to that the same way. I'm not signing up. Forget it. That's the way you should react. As he mentioned last night, he said, we have an agreement between companies. He said, we didn't read their agreement. They obviously didn't read our agreement. Nobody reads the agreements. So that happens even at the corporate level, where you have lawyers who are paid to do this. Wow. They don't read the agreements. Wow. (laughs) Which is quite amazing. The one other thing I wanted to point out on this. Hey, there's the guy now. He's on uh, this morning with um, George Stephanopoulos. Mm. This is a story. This is a story everybody should be aware of. Anyway, um... That Facebook was doing this for years. Absolutely knew what they were doing. And, and oh, and that whole 50-some million people. That was the lowest number we now know that the lawyers would let them say out loud. It's everybody. Oh, that got their information uh, Yeah, that their had their information, information shared. Released it's everybody sure, yeah. that's on Facebook. If you're friends with anybody, you almost certainly had your information shared. So it's 50 million people plus every single one of each of their Facebook friends. Right. Oh, so right. it's the couple billion people. It's got to be. I'll have my team get back to you on that. Senator? Right. I'm not sure I have the answer for that. I'll have my team get back to you on that. You're upset? I'm upset that this gentleman did this. What a lie. Senator? Ah! He's been banned from the platform. The only other part of this I wanted to mention is this doesn't get talked about enough, but I've come across it a couple of different articles. Um, As far as the information getting used to affect elections or whatever, there's no data to show that it's actually had any effect. All of Obama's stuff that he did, or Trump's stuff. There's no, there's nothing to show that it actually worked. Right. Both of those gentlemen got elected, but they might have got elected anyway. Mm-hmm. You could easily make a case that they would have gotten elected. I mean, there's a reason behind it. Right. Um, so nobody knows that this stuff actually works in terms of uh, affecting elections. 
That's what everybody gets excited about. It's the only reason this Cambridge Analytica even made the news. Otherwise, we still wouldn't be talking about all these apps that access all your information with Facebook's approval. Senator, you have a couple of cute kids that go to Central Elementary School. It'd be a shame if something happened to them, Senator. This dude who made the app is financially ruined through this whole thing. Wow. Having to hire lawyers and everything like that. Oh, hey, speaking of uh, the election, there's a new Why Hillary Lost book out now. No way. It's sad. I heard this chick being interviewed. He listed misogyny and Comey and right. the Russians yes. and everything. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, well, I'll, I'll finish up the list at some point. But, God, the, God, the, the, the postmortem on the 2016 election, will it ever end? Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Conscience. Of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The highway was teasing me with promises and visions of a country unseen. Just got this text. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. My wife, newborn son, and I are laying in the hospital listening live. Wow. How nice is that? Welcome to Earth, little one. We're making sure he achieves F-A-G-S-B, Fagsba. Friend of Armstrong and Getty since birth. Finally. <laughs> Finally, then we begin our cult. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of which, what was that little gal, that actress gal who's now in... She got arrested for, for sex trafficking and human trafficking. She's one of the stars of Smallville. She's the cutie on that show. But she was part of that whole bizarro Nexium cult, and apparently she was like completely enthralled with that weirdo dude, and she was recruiting young women and and turning them into sex slaves. What's her Yikes. name? Mac something or other. Mac Allison Mac. Allison Mac. Yeah. I saw that on the uh, on the news over the weekend. Yeah, I'm sorry. I probably shouldn't have gone there with a newborn listening. And uh, a little perverse. Oh, by the way, this person that didn't. Congratulations on your newborn son. Indeed, he is like a little baby. That's right, Mr. President. Um, but I noticed this guy texted a month ago because I see all the past texts just randomly. Someone brought donuts to work going for my third. Tell my wife I love her. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that feeling. Oh, that's beautiful. (laughs) Uh, did you see the story? This is terrible and tragic. Um, but I saw the story. It, 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 it had the, the, the movie version culmination over the weekend with a number of people dead. But the story last week, and I was going to mention it on the air, I never got around to it. This girl had been adopted, raised by a loving family, looks to be a perfectly normal, happy life, but as like a lot of people, when she got older, she wanted to know her where her birth parents were. Mm, okay. She's 18, she's going off to college, she wanted to know who her birth parents are. She finds out who they are, she wants to go visit them. Her, her parents who raised her, and it seems like, like I said, perfectly happy household, we're okay, cool with that. Um, she goes and meets them, moves in with them, starts having sex with her own dad. Oh, okay. marries her own dad. Oh, boy. has a baby with Dad, her own dad. What are you doing to us? And that's where the story was last week. And I thought this is an extraordinary story. It gets much worse as he now has killed her, her parents who adopted her. What? And himself. All of them killed everybody. And I think maybe the kid. I mean, it's a gruesome story, but that's how it ended over the weekend. What the what? Yeah, it's it's freaking out there as a story. <sighs> Thanks for bringing it to us. But 
she she goes off to and it would seem unless there's something missing pretty normal going off to college girl somehow she fell in love there's like psychologists discussing how you know we've got certain chemicals you know that attract us to our own family and sure. there's you know there's that sort of stuff yeah. she bonded with her dad but in like not the way you should as a baby she did as an 18 year old fell in love with him he kicks out his wife. He's married, so he wow, kicks his so wife out. She had like an adolescent daddy thing, but as they were both adults and came upon each other late in life, wow, okay. They got married, lied, said they weren't related, oh. and got married, had a baby. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So his his wife that he'd booted out of the house called the authorities when she found out that he'd actually had a baby with this, with their daughter. Yeah. It's her daughter, too. Really? Yeah. So their marriage hung together. Yeah. For all those years. How crazy is that story? That's insane. That, that's going to end up one of those uh, TV, TV movie things. I'm trying to picture these people. What brand of weirdos were they? Uh, I can come Sounds kind of whiskey tango to me. Yeah. Are, are they absolutely. white trash? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, which is a harsh and judgmental term I normally don't throw around except when it's useful. <laughs> <laughs> except for when it's handy. Right. Um, yeah, except I when I decide somewhere. to. <laughs> but uh, what a terrible story. Wow. Yeah. Again, thanks for sharing. I thought it was a it was a water cooler story, as they say in the radio business. God, how do you not tell people? Did you hear about this? Wow, so crazy. In a related story, King Maswati the uh, Third of Swaziland is renamed his country in honor of his own birthday. Okay, he's That's, a dictator, don't you know? Seems reasonable. He's, he's um, he is Africa's last absolute monarch. He has fifteen wives. He is now uh, calling Swat. Swaziland E-Swatini. Okay. I'm liking it. Um, Because he believes uh, people confuse Swaziland with Switzerland. <laughs> and uh, How do you get to be the king? Just the way kings normally get to be kings. I don't know. Divine was right. He, uh, he was born just... I don't know. If, was he... Uh, I'm the king. <laughs> I'm the king. Um, Was he... Uh, I don't know. Whether he had a coup, it doesn't say whether he was, you know, the uh, the uh, the woo or the winner rather in some sort of coup, or whether he was the son of some previous king or what. But um, yeah, E Swatini. It looks like you know E Mail or or you know I Swatini. He tried to name it I Swatini, but Apple sued. Congratulations, King Muswati the Third, on your country's new name. Wow. Oh, which reminds me. We're, what time are we talking to Jonah Goldberg tomorrow? Is it 7 o'clock hour or 8 o'clock hour? Do you remember? He doesn't know. He's got a new book. Hanson doesn't know. What is he doing? Taking a nap. Taking a nap. That's um, going to be a great conversation. And it, it reminds me, one of the premises of Jonah's book is that civilization, as we know it, democracy, human rights, peace, they're unnatural. They, it's a it's a miracle that they exist. Sure, it, one of the premises of his book, which is fantastic, is if aliens came every ten thousand years to observe Homo sapiens, they'd report you know semi hairy apes are ooching around looking for food every single visit until the last one. Then NORAD would have tracked them. We might have taken them out of the air with our advanced weaponry, etc. All that progress came because of the Enlightenment. So we'll talk about that and kings and dictators and human rights. What's next, your news, Marshall? More from the Waffle House Hero and yet another warning about artificial sweeteners coming up. Okay, yeah, they're scary. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Joe wanted a picture of the couple. I won't retell the story if you weren't here, but that's them last year. Kind of normal looking. Yeah. Pretty normal looking. Your mic's not on. Yeah, I prefer it that way. Okay. <laughs> Most of the audience would, too. She knows what crazy lurks in people's heads, man. Just waiting to be, uh, you know, turned on, powered up. She's wearing a t-shirt that says, Raise Rebels, Not Sheep. Yeah, the sort of sheep that don't marry their own family wow. members. And get Oof. killed by them. Yikes. Oof. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, as search is continuing this morning for the man authorities say shot and killed four people at a Waffle House in Tennessee. Police say the nearly naked 29-year-old opened fire inside that restaurant early yesterday morning. So he's completely Looney Tunes, right? Yeah. Show up naked with a... Wearing a big uh, trench well, coat. AR-15 yeah, uh, to kill people you don't know. Yeah, one of the reasons his guns were taken away, not only did he show up on the White House grounds demanding right. to see the president, but he believed Taylor Swift was stalking him. Right. Uh, I don't think Taylor Swift is stalking you, sir. And he had a couple other signs of clear psychosis. He is psychotic. Yes, Thought he was being stalked by Taylor Swift, who he said had hacked his Netflix account and wanted to meet him at a Dairy Queen. Well, that's a charming idea. James Shaw Jr. is being credited with saving others in the restaurant. He was on the uh, Today Show today saying this is how he was able to take control of that shooter's weapon. I held the gun down, I think, with my left hand, and I think I was maybe punching or hitting or whatever I was doing with my right hand. And then once he released it, he had it at one point in time, he had it in one hand. And then when he had it in one hand, I just took it. And he tossed it over the counter. Now, Shaw telling reporters yesterday, before he rushed the shooter, he knew it wasn't going to be easy. If it was going to come down to it, he was going to have to work to work to kill me. Shaw said he was thinking about self-preservation when he wrestled with the gunman and certainly does not think of himself as a hero. The Trump administration wants North Korea to dismantle its nuclear weapons programs before the U.S. grants any sanctions relief. The Wall Street Journal is quoting a senior Trump administration official saying the president will not make substantial concessions unless North Korea gets rid of its nuclear program. And France's president, Emmanuel Macron, and his wife are going to be arriving in Washington for the first official state visit of the Trump administration. The Trumps and Macrons will visit George Washington's home at Mount Vernon and dine there privately cool. tonight. Very cool. Oh, what a- yeah, Trump and him are besties. That's yep. his closest uh, world friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did a long interview, Macron did, yep. with Chris Wallace yesterday yep. that I found very interesting. It's it's He's very Trump-like, and he, he doesn't talk like a politician. He just says stuff. Right. And I thought, that's why Trump got elected. This is why you got elected. People are just sick of answers that they know are crap. It would seem that people are willing to take answers they don't like over answers they know aren't real. Right. Which well, I yeah, can believe. Yeah. I, I get that. And it's it's hilarious to me that somebody, uh, ironic to me, that somebody as willing to, uh, to lie, distort, spin as Donald Trump would be the voice of authenticity. But I get how he is. Yeah. I mean, he unquestionably is, even as he does those other things, because he talks like a human being and not like somebody who's trying to lift your wallet. His Which wa- is the way politicians speak. So the France guy, his wife is 24 years older than him. You're obsessed with this. Those two kids have found happiness. I'm happy for them. Which started when he was 16. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
that's a little, and she a little was edgy there, 40? a little odd. He was in, she was his high school drama teacher. And, but not a 22-year-old high school drama teacher, a 40-year-old high school drama teacher. Good-looking gal, though. Yeah. Worldly yeah. wise, it's just It's just an interesting story. During that interview that Jack was talking about with Fox News, uh, Macron compared himself to Donald Trump. Look, I think we have a very special relationship because both of us are probably the maverick of the systems uh, uh, on both sides. I think President Trump's election was unexpected in your country. And probably my election wasn't expected in my country. And we are not part of the classical political system. There you go. They're both rebels. Yeah. So a steak dinner, that's where you do the white tie and all that sort of state stuff? State dinner's tomorrow night. The dinner's tomorrow night. Yeah, okay. but they're going to have a private dinner at, uh, at George Washington's place. Mm. What a great place to eat. Yeah, that would be uh, that'd be something. Yes, Sean. Dinner table events. I'll have the steak. Well done. You know how I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I will have the snares out of the river. <laughs> I want to be able to snap my steak like a cracker. <laughs> New study on rats suggests artificial <laughs> sweeteners could lead to health problems like diabetes. You think? Researchers at the Medical College of Wisconsin gave the rats the artificial sweetener and sugar. The rats showed changes in their metabolism that could lead to increased risk of diabetes. We are going to reach a point where artificial sweetener is seen the way uh, DDT is seen. I think that's probably true. And refined carbs and sugars and the rest of it uh, is going to be close behind. And one last quick... And we've been lied to by the government for generations because big sugar bribed them. That's just the simple truth. And one last note. Breathtaking. I shall call him Mini-Me. The actor who played Mini-Me in the Austin Powers movies is no longer with us. The family of actor Vernon Troyer announced his death. He uh, was 49 years old. He stood 2 feet 8 inches. Wow, that is really small. And reportedly struggled with alcoholism and depression for a long time. Yeah, yeah, it's really a sad tale. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do we have any uh, great moving clips from the Barbara Bush funeral? I assume that uh, Vern Troyer had a had a pretty good spell there where he was world famous and made some money, yep. I hope. Which just goes to show you how fulfilling that is over the long term. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. I'm just, you know. You got the Barbara Bush funeral and we're running clips of, uh, you know. Austin Powers. I just, I, I, what are we doing? <laughs> what is Barbara Bush's global box office take? Exactly. Answer that question. Name a hit. <laughs> I stand corrected. Um, she so got the C bomb, which I'm not looking forward to, but I want to uh, get it over with. So I can... Yeah. Okay. Quick, quick look back at old Jim Comey. Big Jim Comey is in San Francisco tonight. He's touring the West Coast now. Correct, as it says on the front of the San Francisco Chronicle. On local stop, Comey unites warring sides against him. Plus, I've subscribed to the Atlantic uh, magazine for many, many years. Aren't uh, you better than the rest of us? Yes, clearly. Uh, But I'm not going to anymore. I will never subscribe. It's dead to me. It is dead to me. too bad. They got a great article this uh, this month. Is it 50,000 words long? Oh, yeah. It's like a small book. Oh, yeah. And no word less than seven syllables. <laughs> and Jeffrey Goldberg, the publisher of said magazine, a intellectual hero of many, he is dead to me as well. Oh, really? Dead to me. I want to hear why. Uh, stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
Armstrong and Getty Show. Cottonwood falling like snow in July. Sunset Riverside full wheel drive. Trump has a new lawyer. You heard this? Uh, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> no, first Trump goes to Washington. Now, Giuliani, congratulations, New York. You're slowly getting rid of your rat problem. Hey, now. Oh. Hey, now. That's America's mayor. What? Bill Maher, you little hater, you. Um, got a couple of texts. I'm actually returning a text to someone, texting back. I rarely do that, so. Huh. A listener? Yeah. Every well, you return more. my text, usually. Well, no. Yeah, and I'm honored. Text. We get a gazillion texts, and. I think this is like the third time I've ever responded to one. Enjoy your uh, your poo emoji, listener. <laughs> God, that's funny. That's what I'm texting about. Our dog's poo. Anyway, more on that later. A couple That'll of, keep them. A couple of weeks. <laughs> That'll keep them around. <laughs> Honey, I'd like to go into work, but Joe's going to talk about his dog's poo. A couple of texts on the whole Facebook thing. It it's, uh, clearly says that when you install the apps in a short statement that they're going to use your information. Well, it clearly says if you read the whole agreement. That's why I never install the stupid quizzes. But my friends do, so they still have my info. Right, exactly. Y'all y- y- go to some, you know, g- go-kart track or a gun range or whatever, and they ask you to sign something horrendous, and you say, guys, I'm sorry, I- I'm not doing that. I can't. You go back to your car, you leave, you go home. Well, they signed you up. They signed you up for everything you said. No way I'm doing that. Okay. If you That's have, lovely. If you have one Facebook friend who has ever signed on to an app that you go one through Facebook. One of the Facebook. tens of thousands of apps <laughs> right. that did exactly what the Cambridge Analytica thing does. It, it came out. You, then, gotta, you guys got to pick smarter friends. Like if any of my friends ever say, hey, I filled out this which friends character in my quiz, you're no longer my friend. You guys, <laughs> Turned out I'm like Joey. <laughs> yeah. Turns out you're one less friend now. So bye-bye because we can't talk anymore. Uh, I watched 60 Minutes last night with my my wife and my mother. They both don't care. Take our info. We don't care. It's exactly what he said. There you go. Their thought is it's social media. Your info is going to be available to everyone. And then what's that saying that we came across, if something's free, you're the product. That's right, what we yeah. all have got to focus on all the time. Well, mom and uh, and granny there, they don't care. Right. Wife and, and, and mom don't care. Which is what they believe in Silicon Valley, which they might be right for the majority of the public. I don't know. I would like to see those numbers. I, I know since we began doing this show low many years ago, I've been horrified by the number of people who say, you know, I don't really care if there's like a violation of rights or civil rights or secret police running around because I don't do anything wrong. I mean, that's incredibly disappointing to me, the number of people who've said that. It's probably a minority, but I don't know that. Oh, speaking of which, I absolutely someday, maybe tomorrow, need to get to the poll of college students in which they talk about free speech and diversity and their priorities and stuff like that. It is go time, my friends. It go is, time. It is, it's go time. It's DEFCON 1. I've finally learned which one's higher, 4 or 1. You count down with DEFCON. You count up with burns. You count down with the degrees of murder. <laughs> Hurricanes, up again. <laughs> huh? We need a standard. You almost got to like laminate a little card and keep it in your pocket. So Category 5, <laughs> Hurricane's the worst. Oh, it's crazy. Category 1, whatever, would mess up my hair. It's a rainstorm. I might still play golf. Murder 1 is the worst. Oh, it's inexcusable. <laughs> DEFCON 1's the worst. Yes! 
But burns, burns. Oh my God! First degree burn. You what? It's it's going out of the sun. It's third degree that you got to worry about. Yeah, how am I supposed to keep track of this? You know, can we have some sort of uh, standardization of this sort of stuff? I'm a first degree idiot. I'll let you decide. <laughs> I was really hoping the terror color code was really going to catch on as the industry standard. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't we all can't we all agree red is really scary? Did the rainbow of doom, as we used to call it, go away? <laughs> it did. Yeah, or did it just people stop? They paying retired attention it. To it. Yeah, I think Canada still has it, but you know, <laughs> Canadians. Eh, you know. Oh, speaking of which, Shania Twain has had to apologize for saying she would have voted for Trump. She's been forced to apologize for saying she would have voted for the guy who won the election. Well, that's on her. She doesn't have to apologize. I think her business partners told her it was probably smart. So, did you, did you're you, right, she doesn't have to. Did you see the well-known CBS announcer who uh, had to apologize for posing in a picture with a gun? Do you know Jay Feely? He's a sports guy. Oh, he yeah, was a yeah. field goal kicker. I followed this story. Uh, CBS commentator. So he posed in his daughter's prom photo with a gun. With, right. With her and, her and her boyfriend. It's the classic joke that every dad with a daughter that I've ever known in my life has made. I've Inc- made it 500 times. Including many who don't own guns at all. Right. Yeah, she's going on her first date. I'm a little worried. Of course, I'll be sitting on the front porch polishing my shotgun. Ha, 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 ha. Wait a minute. I've heard that one before. Uh, a million times. times. Yeah. So he plays it out in a picture by actually holding a gun in the picture. Right. But now it's become a big deal, of Pointing course. down, finger away from the trigger. Excellent gun safety, Mr. Feely. By the by, worth mentioning, his daughter, who's uh, really pretty, uh, and her boyfriend have been together for a very long time. Dad and boyfriend are have a great relationship, blah, blah, blah. Boyfriend thought it was funny. But fake, the fake outrage industry has ratcheted up production. We're working three shifts, pretending to be outraged. Gun violence, school shooting, blah, blah, blah. How can he? I think that's funny. Blah, 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 blah. I'm more offended by the white belt. <laughs> yeah, he, he's in golf thing. gear, Sean. It's a golf thing. It's a golf thing. You played in the NFL, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. right. I still love the joke. It's out of date, but uh, what's the toughest part about wearing a white belt? Mm-hmm. Telling your dad you're gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd say that's it, out of date. In these, in these times, Joe. I know, I know, I know. But listen, that's it's funny. out of date fashion-wise and culture-wise. But I've told plenty of gay guys that joke, and they think it's hilarious. Yeah, they Because I actually face. like and respect gay friends, and I'm not terrified of talking to them. Behind your back, they were Facebook posting what a hater you are. Well, they got all their data stolen, so there you go. <laughs> Who, who's winning now? <laughs> so anyway, yeah, God, the fake outrage, which reminds me, I was driving in the work this morning, flipping through the cable news channels, which, uh, you know, I can listen to the audio, and uh, it, it just, it's funny, it struck me very differently this week than it did, uh, like last week, the constant hair on fire outrage tone. It doesn't even bother me anymore, it just sounds silly to me. I mean, it doesn't, it, it, it's weird. How do I describe this? Last week when I listened, and, and many weeks heretofore, uh, it just, it sounded uh, inappropriate, contrived, um, dumb, fraudulent, blah, blah, blah. This time I flipped it on and I thought, God, you people, you're so silly. And I just flipped away. And, you know, if, if we've done one thing reasonably well throughout our careers, it's that when we're bored with something or outraged with something or tired of talking about it or, or discovering it or whatever, it tracks pretty well with the folks in the audience because we're not like hardcore Beltway news wonks. We're just guys who follow the news. And I'm thinking that whole 
manufactured outrage, constantly angry uh, tone thing, I think it's over. It might be why it has felt like it's the first slow news period in like two years, is that none of these stories hold the appeal that they did before. Yeah, yeah, like the Jay Feely story. This, this, I can't believe he posed with it, and I'm thinking, all right, okay, fine. If your boss calls you into his office and gives you the third degree, that's worse than if he gave you the first degree. If you're a black belt, right. a third degree black belt is better than a that's first degree. Way ass whoopier than a first first degree. Yeah, you don't like start at five fifth degree and work your way up to first. No, it's the other direction. Like the DEFCON people. Yeah, America needs to settle on a standard. The number either goes up or down. Let's 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 pick one, people. Again, I'm a first degree idiot. You decide. I'm the third party candidate arguing for the color scheme to be brought back. I'm like, uh, what's yeah, O'Malley exactly. talking about the metric system? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you ever use DEFCON to indicate how badly you need to go to the bathroom? I have. Because it's it's short for not only defense, but defecation. I have not <laughs> I've not looked at it that way. Hmm. Well, you've of course, missed I the had point. A proper potty training, so I'm not as obsessed as you are. Oh, I, um, I need to get to my dog's uh, bowels eventually. How much is Donald Trump worth? With a guy, well, a guy who has spent a hell of a time, a lot of time trying to figure it out. It's a lot lower number than you think. And I know you don't care, but the Atlantic uh, Monthly magazine, which I've subscribed to for many years, is dead to me. I, I'm, I'm through with it. I'll tell you why eventually. But swimsuit issue, weren't happy with it. Not enough plus size models. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.